Letter 40 of Selected Letters of St. Jane Francis de Chantal. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rosemary Curaming. Selected Letters of St. Jane Francis de Chantal by St. Jane Francis de Chantal. Letter 40. To Mother Jeanne Charlotte de Brachard, Superior at Moulin. Vive Jesus, Paris, March 12, 1620. I know well, my dear sister, how deeply you felt the news of my son's accident. Footnote A. The young Baron de Chantal had just been compromised, not in a duel, but in one of those sudden assaults so common at that period in which he took part in order to defend a friend who had been attacked. And a footnote. For your heart is so full of love for me that all my sorrows are sorrows to you. I did not mention it when writing, because I did not think of it. God has given me the grace not to be very much upset by this news, which was broken to me bluntly enough. Indeed, it was an unlooked-for happening, and one in which a wiser man than he could not have refused to come to the assistance of an injured friend. Such is the way of the world. All the same, he got into trouble about it, without, however, being too much inconvenienced, and the affair is now all settled. The good gentleman whom the sergeant tried to take away was badly wounded, and has not yet recovered. But thank God, all the rest are on their feet again. Your prayers will be of use to my son, and he needs them. We are thinking of marrying my daughter. Footnote B. Francoise de Chantal. End of footnote. To Monsieur de Toulonjon, the brother of Madame de la Poivrière. The matter has been proposed to us through Monsieur d'Autossi. My nephew de Fran and my son know him well, and they consider it a very advantageous match for my daughter and advise me not to refuse. The gentleman declared his intentions most honorably and with all deference. He is a frank, honest man. Do not speak of this for the present, my love, but pray about it, for I fear my daughter's irresolution. She is a painful anxiety to me. Our Monsieur Lefebvre has not come. If you can tell me where he is staying, I would invite him, or indeed beg of him to come here. However, the Chancellor is very likely to be with the King. The girl I propose to you as a lay sister lives near Moulin, but if you have others whom you yourself know, do not trouble about her. It does not signify. Your plan of treating with the Sisters for the Nevers Foundation is, I consider, admirable. I, they have done the same at Orléans, but, my dear friend, See that everything is on a very secure footing, and only treat with good subjects, such as you know they ought to be. For the rest, visit and find out about all the place they propose to selling to you, before you purchase it, and arrange, if you can, as they have done at Orléans, to purchase in case it proves suitable, and if not desirable as a permanent residence, to rent it. What you tell me about the Carmelites wishing to take it keeps me in a state of uncertainty, for they are extremely prudent and have very competent people to help them. 
but the good father of our sisters, Bonsidat, can do much with the advice of the Jesuits. I think, or rather I fear, they may be very glad to put us off now that the Carmelites are coming. Indeed, we must put the affair into the hands of God, and follow good counsel as you are doing. You should make quite certain of the consent of the gentlemen of Nevers and of the authorities of the town before taking the sisters there. For this reason we must obtain it, at latest by Easter, as it is so far from Nessie, and I think those for Orléans will be sent by Pentecost. By the way, you have not told me if they have sent you a mistress of novices, but as dear sister Marie-Hélène de Chasteleux is doing so well, I think you might do with her. Certainly, my child, if the superior of Nevers is from Nessie, that is enough. Don't urge Monsieur of Lyon, but let him do as he likes. Your spiritual father can give permission for the departure of the sisters. You see, I am writing in breathless haste. We are always overwhelmed with work here, but today it is because I have a heavy cold for which I was bled yesterday. You know how subject I am to these colds, but you need not be in the very least anxious about me. Would to God, my dearest friend, that you kept as well as I do, and that they took as much care of you. It distresses me that you have no one to look after you. May God in his goodness provide you with someone. Take what care you can of yourself, I beseech you. I have had no news of his lordship for a long time, but I know he is quite well. Thank God, I think he will soon go to Piedmont. Monsieur de Boissy is coadjutor in the bishopric of Geneva. No more time. I salute your dear family and your hostess. I cannot write more. Goodbye, my dearest and best of daughters, for whom I have such a special love. Urge on your daughters gently in the way of holy tranquility and recollection. Amen. End of letter 40